Welcome to Critical Condition Sports, wherever you may be and however you're listening. Thanks for joining me today on this beautiful Thursday. Just a quick reminder, you know, PFL 4 is starting tomorrow, this Friday night. The event begins at 6 p.m. Central Time. That is going to be the pre-card, the preliminary card on there. The main card starts at 9 p.m. Central Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to air the prelims will air on ESPN Plus and the main cards airing on ESPN. Folks, I'm very excited. It's a phenomenal card. Rob Wilkinson's joining me, who he will, he will be actually be fighting tomorrow on the prelim card here. Man, it's a very exciting time. PFL's killing the game. We got Jeremy Stevens in the main card versus Miles Price. Hausch Manfield versus Olivier Aubin-Mercier. We have, you know, Shoeface versus Bruce Soto. We have Clay Collard and Alexander Martinez in what it's going to be a banger of a main event. I'm very excited for that. Again, overall, it's just a phenomenal card. PFL's coming to you live tomorrow, Friday night, 6 p.m. Central Time. Prelims starting, main card starting again at 9 p.m. Central Time, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. My next guest, he is a 14-2 professional mixed martial artist fighting under the PFL banner. Mr. Rob Wilkinson is joining me the show. He fights this Friday night under PFL 4 from Atlanta, Georgia. It's going to be fireworks. The card starts at 6 p.m. Uh, Central Time. Rob, how you doing, man? I'm very good, thank you. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know it's fight week. It's a, it's busy, so I just appreciate you just giving me a couple minutes of your time, man. I appreciate it. That's all good. Takes me uh, takes me away from, <clears throat> from the weight cut. Oh, man. That, that life of a fighter. Yeah. Well, I also want to make sure I state this for everyone in the audience here who may not know who Rob Wilkinson is. I think uh, finisher is a solid word here. Finisher is a solid word because out of your 14 wins, you have 13 finishes here. So I know I know the nickname's Razor, man, but but finisher sounds uh, sounds a lot better for Rob Wilkinson, man. What, what do you think? That is true. I do like to get it over early. So, you know, going on the judges, you never know how it's going to go. And it's a lot more work on the judges. If you can get it over and done with. Yeah, oh, for sure. Give, give, them, give them an easier night for yourself, an easier night for, for, for them as well. Yeah, exactly. Now, Rob, real quick, you know, I because I know you're, you're fighting for PFL here. Mm. You're no mixed martial artist here, but for the audience that may not know, how would you describe yourself, Rob, for anyone that hasn't seen you fight yet? My fighting style? Um, I guess I'm aggressive. Uh, you know, I push forward. <clears throat> um. I'm a heavy grappler, but I've been working my striking a lot lately, so I can I can go anywhere now, and I'm happy to fight standing up. I'm happy to fight on the ground, um, you know, and once I've got someone hurt or I see an opening, I take it. So that's why I guess I've got a lot of finishes. As soon as I kind of sense something's happened or my opponent's hurt or I see a position where I can get a submission, you know, I'm going to take it and get it over and done with. Definitely. Well, I, I know you said you're working on your stand-up. I'll definitely never question that. I saw your last fight against, uh, I believe, it was uh, Bruce Soto. Yep. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but you finished Bruce. him in 46 seconds in the second round. Uh, yep. It was a great performance on there. You're coming off that win uh, that was back in April. How did you feel? How did you feel after that win for yourself, Rob? I felt really good just to get that win on the on the big stage. You know, I fought in the UFC twice and, uh, you know, short notice fight and then I fought Israel and I didn't get two wins there. So, you know, I was released and um, they were my first and only two losses. So it was good to be able to prove myself, not that not just that I'm a great fighter in Australia, but, I'm you know, I'm a great fighter worldwide and I can compete at the high level and, you know, on the big stage. Did you feel like any added pressure 
since you know you're you're thinking you know PFL is, is, is another big stage as well? Uh, there was a bit of pressure for that one, also just because I hadn't fought in May, maybe for <clears throat> um, over a year. Yeah. I had a boxing fight in between, but um, you know, just having that year layoff and then fighting, going straight into fighting for such a big promotion, I just I did feel a bit more, I guess, uh, like nerves and stuff like I used to when I was kind of just getting into fighting and not as relaxed as I was. So it was good just to be able to still perform well and get that win. But now I'm fighting, you know, back to back with the PFL as they do. You're fighting every roughly eight weeks. Um, I think I'll be, you know, an even better me for this fight. Has preparation changed? Because you said, again, you're fighting about every other eight weeks. Has your take on getting ready for a fight or your preparation changed because it's a full year? I mean, you're planning to fight the full year. Uh, it does a little bit. You want to <clears throat> you want to make sure you're not getting burnt out or overtrained. Yeah. Um, I, I had a week off after my last fight or maybe a little bit longer, uh, roughly 10 days, and then got back into training. Um, obviously, you're, <clears throat> you're fit. And, um, you know, you're fight ready as you've, I was preparing for ages for that last fight, for that, you know, fight ready fitness. So you're not too worried about that side of things. You're just kind of more working on your skills uh, and maybe game plan for your opponent. When you got your hand raised, what was the first feeling you felt under the PFL banner? Uh, probably relief. It was just a good, you know, I knew I was going to win. I visualized it a lot. I was very confident in myself, but it's just, uh, yeah, it's a good feeling to get that that hand raised and that first win, especially a finish um, with a PFL. You know, you're very talented. You said, you know, you had a boxing fight on there. I mean, what got you into uh, you know, combat sports in general, Rob? Like, what got you your start there? Why'd you do this? Um, I don't know. I always kind of was drawn to it when I was a kid. Um, yeah. Like at a young age, I don't know exactly how old, but even I, me and my brother used to always watch... Um, WWE. Hey. You know. Right here. Nice. Yeah. I just <laughs> love that. And I'd watch all that, even though, you know, it's fake. And then I'd always fight my brother. We'd always wrestle and try moves out and <clears throat> do all that sort of stuff. And then I kind of always, uh, I had a boxing bag at home and I used to go punch that without, you know, any training. But I used to watch videos. And I don't know. I was always drawn to fighting. I liked yeah. the idea of fighting. And then I started doing boxing when I was 16. And then Shortly after that, maybe like six months later, I found out about MMA, I think, and uh, I looked it up and apparently there was a gym. No one really knew what it was back then. That was like 2008. And um, <clears throat> especially back home in Hobart, Tasmania, no one knew what it was, but started going to a gym and that was heavily grappling based. Like my coach was a black belt in judo, brown belt in jiu-jitsu, you know, so we kind of, a lot of grappling and I picked it up really quickly and just like fell in love with it. Yeah. People start off with WWE, and then I see a lot of people transition into MMA. I started off watching it. Uh, by any chance, you know who Alberto Del Rio is? Alberto El Patron. I think I might have heard of him. It had like the ring announcer and come out in these nice cars, Mercedes. Yeah, or, yeah, or Bentleys. Random thing. I was at the gym today, and I was lifting weights, and I turned to my right, and it's Alberto Del Rio right next to me. I was like, oh crap! Nice. I was like, hi. <laughs> nice guy. N nice guy there. So random thing. It's, I think it's just funny that you mentioned WWE because I hadn't, I hadn't watched it in a, in a hot minute. 
saw we got to see Stone Cold. You know, Stone Cold is a more familiar face and stuff with the branding and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Very, very random thing. So yeah, I like that. A lot of people I see uh, start off with WWE and then they move into the whole combat sports stuff. And you know what, man? Like MMA is king, I think, right now. I think MMA is just killing it. It's it's great seeing all the talent, especially like yourself, coming through and just getting more recognition there. Because when I saw you fight, tell you what, man, I wouldn't mess with you. A lot. I don't think a lot of people down the street would mess with you, man. I mean, I, I think it was it was uh, one of the most. Uh, I want to say I want to say the best finishes because I think all finishes are great. I think when you can finish a fight for every fighter out there, I think it's great. But it was a sick finish, man. I, I do have to. I want to give you your props on there, man. It was a sick finish the first time around. Um, what can audiences expect from your next fight this Friday night here in from Atlanta, Georgia, in PFL four? Um, I think my last fight kind of demonstrated my skills very well. <clears throat> That's kind of what I like to do. I like to put people in the cage. I like to beat them up in the cage with knees, uh, take them down, ground and pound. Um, but also my striking. And I really want to kind of showcase that a little bit more in this fight, showcase how good my striking is. And then I'm not just a, not just a grappler anymore. Um, so I'm looking to be sharp in the feet and uh, looking to get an early finish again. Well, you got you finished off the the last fight in the second round. You currently have five points. You are uh, third in the standings right now, Rob. With a finish, at least in the second round, you will be into the playoffs. What would it mean for you for Rob Wilkinson to become the world champion and get that million dollar cash prize to you, Rob? You know that's a that's my goal since I kind of started when I was seventeen. So um, you know I'm I'm thirty now, so it's just. It'd be obviously a goal from 13 years that I've been kind of working towards to finally get that recognition and get that belt. You know, that would mean a lot. That's like, you know, my main goal that I set myself. So it's uh, so achievable. It's so close, you know, three fights away and I'm a world champion. So that's that's exactly what I'm expecting of myself. And that's my goal to set out. And um, you know, I'm not going to be happy with just, you know, making the playoffs or just winning one fight or anything like that. You know, my, I'm going for that belt. Now, all respect to your opponent, we're not you're not looking past him. Uh, but I mean, is there a fight that does interest you for the PFL banner? I'm sure you're gonna get this question a lot, probably Friday night. Yeah. But is there a particular fight that you would like in the playoffs? Particular opponent, or does it just not really matter to you at all? Uh, it doesn't matter too much. I would like to fight Antonio Junior. Yeah, of course. Game. Um, I like that matchup for me as well. I like fighting jujitsu guys. Um. So, and him being the former champ, obviously it would mean a lot to beat him. Whether that's in the playoffs or the final, it doesn't bother me, but I would like to get that opportunity to fight him. I think that, I think that would be a great scrap. Uh, my last question is, Rob, you know, people in general, you know, like life, you know, we work towards something, you know, and sometimes we fall short and sometimes we succeed. It's normal, right? I always say, you know, failure is not failure. Failure is the first attempt in learning. You yep. know, for you, what did you take or what lesson did you learn professionally for your career going into the UFC and it just kind of like not going the way you have wanted to? Did you, did you learn something? Did it change you as a fighter? 100%. How did you come back? That was obviously like a huge, huge kind of like, um, you know, uh, part of my life where, yeah. you know, my goal for so many years was to fight in the UFC and everything kind of went so perfectly to get to that stage. And I was undefeated every fight I had, I, I do really well. I won, um, you know, most of them I finished and then I finally got to the UFC 
and it was over so quick like it was over yeah. like what, six or nine months kind of thing and it was devastating <clears throat> um you know you don't make any money trying to get to the UFC you're fighting all these times you <clears throat> I've spent my life doing it like my adult life doing it and you're not making anything you're kind of sacrificing so much you're sacrificing time with family friends you know you're sacrificing your money um, fighting yeah fighting your body had a lot of injuries your broken bones broken face um and then it goes and it was just over like that so it was it was definitely really heartbreaking um and it uh it made me kind of I kind of lost my passion for fighting even when I was in the UFC it was kind of weird <clears throat> weird scenario for me I had moved cities I wasn't particularly happy um you know I was going through a lot of mental health uh, stuff and I kind of just took some time off after that to reconsider, you know, do I want to commit myself to fighting again, fighting for the lower leagues where you're not getting paid anything, you know, you're risking everything again, just to try and get back to that level where, you know, I could actually make a living off it, can make some money, be able to afford a house and, you know, not have to work a second job, like a, a, a job whilst you're, whilst you're training all the time. And that time off was really good. I was still training a little bit. You know, I was training once a day just because I love training um, <clears throat> and it made me appreciate it. It made me fall in love with the sport again. And I, I moved back home to Hobart and um, I was just really enjoying myself. I tried to not to put so much pressure on myself. I tried to make sure I was still having fun outside of fighting. And that's when I started taking a couple of kickboxing fights just to kind of get back into it and improve my striking. And um, yeah, I just fell in love with it. And I definitely learned so much. Uh, that's one, one key for me is trying to be happy whilst I'm fighting which I definitely am at the moment. You know, I do this because I love fighting. I do the training because I love it. So taking that pressure off me and uh, doing it because you love it, not because you have to do it, uh, you know, it makes everything a lot more enjoyable. Any advice you give to somebody, whether it's an athlete or just somebody that maybe had felt the same way, the, the way you did at that point? Any advice? Um, I guess definitely, you, like, you got to remember why you're doing whatever you're doing. You know, like, I don't, I didn't see point in people going through their lives and doing something they don't want to do for the majority of their life. Like whether it's work, whatever, obviously we have to do some stuff we don't want to do, but like in the end of the day, you want to be happy. You want to be, you want to enjoy your life. So uh, sometimes always taking a step back, slowing things down can kind of help you realize what you're kind of going after or what you do want to do. So, you know, that was super helpful for me and, um, you know, it makes me, appreciate life so much and appreciate where I am at now. Like I feel like I'm a way better fighter when, than when I was in the UFC and now I get to kind of show that on the world stage again. Oh, I, I agree with you. You know, someone once told me that always remember, always make sure you're doing things for the right reasons because if you're just doing things for like money or fame, when, when the road gets tough, man, those aren't going to be the things that can, can keep you going, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I think a lot of people, you know, even overtrain, you, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. But they only do that because they got into the sport because they love it and they want to have that goal of fighting the UFC or being a world champion. But if you're not enjoying what you're doing, why are you doing it again? You know, so sometimes I was doing this like training potentially too much, maybe doing like three sessions a day and you kind of like don't want to do them. You're tired, you're overtrained, but you're kind of doing them because you think you have to. But you can get a lot more out of doing a little bit less, but really making sure you're there for the right reason and you're present in that training session. 
def definitely. Rob, for anyone, again, that may not know who you are, may see you, may have never seen you fight this Friday night, what can they expect from, from Rob Wilkinson? They can expect a finish. They can expect an exciting fight. You know, I'm always pushing forward. I'm always taking the fight to my opponent. Um, and I'm expecting another knockout. Anything uh, you want to let the audience know before we sign out? Uh, no, just tune in to ESPN and watch the fights. They're going to be good. Awesome. Again, 14-2 professional mixed martial artist Rob Wilkinson. Thank you so much for your time today, Rob. No worries, buddy. Thank you. And thank you to everyone out there listening. I'll catch you later, guys. Goodbye.